I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to Dukes and Bell. Rob Triple filling in for Carl on this Friday before the last Friday of the year. Mm. Does it seem like this year went by fast? To me, it does. They're all going by fast now, though. It always feels, at least for what we do for a living, that when football season starts, just the year just it just goes blasting by, right? It just seems like the time flies when football season begins. I don't know, man. But we uh, we certainly had a great year, thanks to you guys, by the way. We said this yesterday, the numbers have been great. So everybody's happy, as happy as the bosses will ever be. And appreciate you guys being loyal listeners, drinking the beer, Dukes and Bell, Hey Man Ale, coming out to the events, come and see us at Reverb. The guys are going to be out there tomorrow. Special pregame from 4 to 8 over there at the Hard Rock. You guys do have a fine pilsner thank you it's a it's a golden it's a blonde ale with just a hint of hop yes yes just a hint of hop all right uh nick sirianni jalen hurts through well oh, wait a minute we gotta do the thing first though i'm just really crappy at my hey, job uh, squid today. let's go downstairs and get him a uh double espresso with a riddle and floater but first let's hit right. the nfl blitz Jeez. I'll, I'll send the intern hey. Hey. welcome to the nfl and notes from around the league. This is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. Come on, you're like, you're like Tom Brady all of a sudden. I'm like, on, 0, for, I'm like 0 for 9 with 7 strikeouts <laughs> today. Like, this is terrible. You were the goat. You would happen to you. Straighten up. Nobody cares about my problems. I'm just exhausted, dude. I've been doing a bu- both ends, man. All right, Nick yeah. Sirianni. I mean, the, girlfriend, Hurts. the girlfriend's a sexual dynamo. She's not taking it easy on you. You got a lot of, see a lot of irons in the fire right now. I, <laughs> I wish that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you were saying about the Eagles head coach. Well, Jalen Hurts threw well Thursday, still sorting act the quarterback decision. So, but Dallas is uh, nipping on the heels of the Eagles. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Eagles can't really take anything for granted these last two weeks. I mean, Gardner Minshew played pretty well against Dallas. He turned the ball over, gave right. Dallas twenty points. But, but it wasn't. What really, would you do? At the end of the day, it was the running backs. It was other. It was other guys that were coughing it up. You really couldn't blame him. I think they'll be all right. I think that Dallas was a tough test for them. I think they'll handle the Saints with all due respect to the Saints. But why no, the hell? We hate the Saints. No respect for the Saints. I think the Eagles will be fine. Yep. Uh, how about this? Uh, Mike McCarthy downplays any concerns about Dak Prescott's interceptions. Well, Dak is tied for the league lead in interceptions. Yep. He missed five games. I mean, I think he should be probably yeah, concerned. I, remember the Cooper Rush phenomenon when that was earlier this he season? He went four and run one. But Dak went out. But uh, I just – he, he makes decisions sometimes that leave you scratching your head. If you watched, was it a, a, two weeks ago, you're just sitting there and you're going, where is he going with this? I mean, if, if the pocket is collapsing, use your legs. I mean, do, it's right. almost like he's, it's, it's like the anti-Mahomes. Mahomes moves around and good things happen. Dak starts you know, doing things in the backfield. Not, not always good things are happening. That's right. And I just think McCarthy, 
I got to be honest, I don't. I, I was blown away last year when he talked about the loss of the playoffs. Remember the 49ers goes, knew we weren't ready to play. Well, maybe you should get with the team and, you know, get somebody's head right before they, they, they blow the whistle to start the game. What do you think? Well, they have Nate McMillan come there and say, well, we were flat. We were yeah. just flat. <laughs> no, it's just, let's, let's be honest. Unless you're one of those Cowboy fans. And, you know, it's funny. It used to be able to say, well, you're a Cowboy fan. You're a front runner. Well, not since you haven't won a Super Bowl since 95. Can you envision the Cowboys as long as Jerry Jones is running them ever winning the Super Bowl? No. Nor can I. I can't. They have not won a road playoff game since Troy Aikman was their quarterback, too, which is which is crazy. The Derek Carr situation, it's uh there's some financial implications here. Yep. They can't trade him before that forty point four million dollar injury guarantees flips to full guarantees. Mm -hmm. Any informal deal to trade him on the first day of the league year in March will be completely unenforceable. The new team could back out, leaving the Raiders holding a forty point four million dollar bag. No trade clause as well. Yeah. So, and I know that a lot of folks, we talked about it at length yesterday, about this time uh, on the show yesterday with Squid Billy and other folks, a lot of folks love the idea of bringing Derek Carr in here. I just, to me, he's a, he's a glorified Andy Dalton. I, I don't want, I don't have any interest in Derek you're Carr. Gonna, you're going to get Squid all upset because no, no, he fanboys on him no, big but, time. Look, I thought McDaniels might get something right his second go around. That's always, you know, I, said, I think I said to you yesterday, Belichick, you know, he, he took some of the things he did wrong in the Cleveland experience, and he built obviously one of the greatest you know dynasties in NFL history, if not the greatest. Yeah. But Josh McDaniels, when you break it down, now Saban coached in the pros, but the, his his experience is college. You take away Nick Saban in college, the Bill Belichick coaching tree is a stump. It you is. I mean, there's it is nothing there. That's Nobody right. does anything. Everybody comes in and they try to be Belichick, but only Belichick can do that. Matt Patricia flamed out. Romeo Cronell flamed out. You know, you take this. We can do the entire show. Joe Judge flamed out. Joe Judge flamed out. All of out, these yeah. guys and Josh McDaniels. I mean, I would think you would roll the dice with Derek Carr because Jared Stidham is never going to be. That's your. He's never even started. He's a journeyman out of Auburn. Well, what are you? What are you doing with there? So, in the case of Carr, he's been the face of this franchise. He, he he makes mistakes. He throws picks. Devontae Adams has his back. He was talking about it, the whole idea of coming out there. They just gave this guy a $130 million contract, as you pointed out yesterday, last now, year. Now you're hearing Adams wants out. It seems right. like it's just an absolute mess mm. out there. Where could he go, though? Mike White, due to be a free agent. Zach Wilson, he's done up there in New York. The Jets could be mm. uh, an option. What if the Patriots are done with Mac Jones? Dolphins, what are they going to do about Tua? Got to think about this with, with the con well, concussions compounding on him. It's a good point. I mean, the final year of his contract, yeah, and they've got a tough decision because you know this this guy he might never play another down. And I'm not trying to throw hyperbole at you on a Friday. I'm just being straight with you. There's a lot of folks. There's former NFL players saying, saying, saying this guy just, should shut it just down. Shut it down. If I'm his dad, I'd tell him to shut it down. Right. What have we said? Yeah. But I mean, I'm sorry, NFL games are important, but my 40 years of your life remaining right. after football are important, too. No, but Miami could be a potential landing spot for Derek Carr. There'll be a couple other guys out there. Is Baker Mayfield going to be the heir apparent? Is Matthew Stafford going to play another year? Again, there's there's tremendous financial implications on how the Rams decide how they're going to handle it. Rams may have to make a very difficult decision and jettison Matthew Stafford and am save I, some money. Am I the only guy anywhere that kind of likes Baker Mayfield? He doesn't bother me that much. I don't find him punchable. I, I guess it's because I like this commercial. I thought he did a great job in the commercials. You know, walking yeah. around the stadium with his bathrobe yeah. eating cereal. I thought that was fun. No, when he's up, it's it's all wine and roses. When yeah. he's down, it's a lot of finger He's got to grow up a little yeah, bit. A little he's bit just got to grow up a bit. I mean, that, that's that's what it... Well, I mean, we'll give you an example. When they had the game against the Browns this year in Carolina, and he was saying, you know, you, you media guys trying to make this into something. Well, maybe, Baker, you shouldn't be selling the revenge T-shirts on your website. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> you know that's, I mean? that's it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're saying this, but you're doing that. That's like Trey yeah. wearing the, the New York shoes to Madison Square Garden for the guy. Yeah, that's that stuff. It just seems petulant and petty. 
Well, I mean, if he'd gone for 50 and had about 10 threes, it would right, be pretty cool. Right. But uh, getting back to Baker Mayfield, it just seems with Sean McVay, and look, they're in a difficult spot. They've got tons of injuries. They're missing big pieces all over the offense and defense. I tell you what, you could do a lot worse, you could argue, than what Baker Mayfield's looked like in two of the three games in the Rams. They've been very impressed with him out there. So I, I think hopefully maybe mm. he's starting to realize, you know, if I, if I don't grow up, I'm just going to attitude my way out of the league. So maybe now he's starting to mature and realize – you know, my opportunities are running out. Hey, man, uh, a couple of years ago, they started this on the athletic website. They interview about 20 players uh, randomly and then anonymously around the NFL. And they give you all sorts of ideas and get kind of interesting opinions about who's the best underrated player on this team or that team. Needless to say, uh, when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons, who do you think would get the love from uh, 20 other NFL players? Well, Grady's not underrated. No, but it was Cordero Patterson. Really? Yeah, that's the one they said the guy you know, he works his butt off, always a dangerous returner. You know, they talked about uh, all the things that uh, he does, and, you know, just sort of like the Swiss Army knife, and they love his attitude. Right, a lot of guys right. say he's fun to play with and play against. Uh, NFL Blitz brought to you by Priority Men's Medical. Check them out at PriorityMen'sMedical.com. I found it hard to believe about CP. I thought he was universally kind of appreciated. At least he finally had a definable role here. It's like right. other teams didn't really know what to do with him. Yeah, but these are guys, they said it around the, around the league. It's interesting. Some, it's like some of the worker bees, some of the names you might not expect. It's kind of uh, interesting. They also said the, uh, the players underrated. This is a guy I hated to lose years ago, but the salary cap started to kill us about four years ago was Devondre Campbell. A yeah. lot of guys say that he's a guy that does all the, all the dirty work for right, the Packers right. defense. Again, former Falcon. He's that guy that gets, like in the NBA, gets the garbage points. He's the uh, floor sweeper, too, yeah. go, diving after loose balls. He is that guy. And uh, Falcons, uh, Cardinals on Sunday, and uh, you are going to go, huh? Yeah, duty bound. Duty you know. bound. Got to roll. You're going you're gonna to be feeling uh, really good for that game after uh, yeah, if you wanna, you, watching key, uh, George and Ohio State. The key is you got to pace yourself because there's a long lead up to, a, to an 8 o'clock game on New Year's Eve. I know. And you got first of all, I've got to be able to pay attention and figure out what's happening while this game's going on. You know how many on. days I've said I've got to pace myself. I've right. got to pace myself. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, I don't even remember the second half of the game. What happened? You know, you know what I mean. I miss I miss everything because I'm. Yeah, because you're at you join at the corner like Cliff Clavin. <laughs> shots. That's what happens. <laughs> well, it's my friends that contribute to my delinquency, not me. Right. All I have to do is say no. And by the way, a couple guys hit us up on the text line. Speaking of the Cardinals matchup with the Falcons, we had Chuck Smith on last hour. And before Chuck came on, I was looking at the sack leaders and all, all-time yeah. greatest. And I know that he didn't play on teams that were sexy, some bad Jets teams and some Falcons teams, which other than 2012 when Mike Smith started, John Abraham talking about, got injured and he wasn't 100% for that uh, NFC Championship right. game against the 49ers, if you remember. Remember the ankle. And maybe he would healthy, we have a little different outcome. But John Abraham, guys, has got more sacks than Lawrence Taylor. He's got more than uh, J.J. Watt. What was the number, 140? 133 and a half. Wow. With a 40, I had no idea. I knew he was a, yeah. a hell of a player and a hell of a pass rusher. I did not know that's what the numbers were. 47 uh, forced fumbles. Look. Some would say, yeah, he would uh, he would get he get three sacks against a bad Jaguars team. Yeah, the guy still got there. And if you remember, well, he it, got the sacks, didn't he? And if you <laughs> look, yeah, the other aspect of this was um, there's nobody opposite him. A lot yeah. of these guys that went in the Hall of Fame had some really cool guys on the other side of the defense, which mm-hmm. helped you know get some pressure, which then allowed them to get to the QB. Is he going to be that guy that's going to get in after he passes away about 40 years from now, right? I know that you know. he had some off-field stuff. He's his head in his headspace 100 percent better. Yeah. He's 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 doing great. Uh, I used to see him all the time over by Atlantic Station. I'm just a fan of the Predator. I like the guy's game. Yeah. But when I tell oh, he people, still lives here. Yeah, when I tell people that he's got 133 sacks and he's got more than Lawrence Taylor, guys go, what? Yeah, it's just amazing. And he's the last guy we had here in Atlanta. And it breaks my heart, and it's true about what uh, Chuck's, Chuck said uh, the other day about it. 
guys that are such great players on bad teams, they will never, ever get the recognition they deserve. Like Grady Jarrett, Tommy Novus, Jeff Ken, you go back even right. Mike Ken, we go back with the uh, Falcons as well. So it's just a shame. It's unfortunate. No, John Abraham, 133.5. Uh, uh, let's see here. Jared Allen, Ricky Jackson, John Abraham, Carl Eller, Leslie O'Neill. Some pretty big names out there. If you go in the modern era, he comes in at uh, 13 behind Jared Allen. Uh, you got uh, Vaughn Miller's looking up at him. Yep. Cameron Jordan's on 24 on the list, but he's still 20 sacks behind. Cam Jordan going to be a Hall of Famer? Based on what he did against the Falcons. Based on <laughs> alone. Say, right? Yeah, but it is interesting. We were just talking about the, the, like the immediate, I guess, attitude of most NFL fans is, yeah, J.J. Watt's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but John Abraham may never spell Cam. And he's got a lot more. And he's got a lot more. <laughs> just, just something to think about. Something to think about. It is the NFL Blitz. Dukes and Bell, Rob Tribble filling in Sports Radio 929 Game. And uh, going to replay the uh, Arthur Smith interview from the other day. And uh, I think he was really pleased to be with us because he's so he, – he makes me laugh because he's so low-key and just, hmm. you know, almost seems like he just doesn't quite want to be there. But I think there was just a bit of a pulse. And uh, I think uh, we, we made him warm up. We, no, we he was, charmed him. He was actually. vibing. He, if you missed the uh, conversation from Wednesday's show, he's definitely vibing on what uh, he was picking up what you were putting down. And by the way, we played the Ravens. That was an ugly, ugly loss, unfortunately. Lamar Jackson has been ruled out uh, for this game, as has uh, Marcus Peters. So Caleb Huntley will be quarterback once again. Looks like Jalen Hurts can go for the Eagles against the Saints. I wonder if I would save him though, because he's your mm. best chance. I mean, that's a that's a. But you got the Cowboys nipping at your heels, and you certainly do want that top seed where you can host all home playoff games throughout leading up to the Super Bowl. And, hey, while I was throwing some numbers, look at the numbers, throwing some stats at you, uh, the Bucks receiver Mike Evans is only 83 yards away with two games left from his ninth straight 1,000-yard season. Speaking of the kind of numbers which get you eventually in the Hall He would have been there by now if Brady wasn't right. throwing behind him. Six, I think I told it was Bo. I said it the other day, six interceptions while he was targeted uh, Mike Evans. That's crazy. Which is nuts. You're right. And, and speaking of uh, guys that seem like they're just having such down, down years, Vaughn Miller actually took up for uh, Russell Wilson. He was on with uh, Pat McAfee. Quote, from what I've seen from the competitive side of me going against Russell Wilson, I think there's, this year is an anomaly for Russell. I'll say that right now he didn't have the best year he wanted to have, but I'm willing to bet that Russell Wilson next year will be drastically different. I agree with that. It's a, we're having so much fun poking fun at how corny he is and how weird he is yeah. and everything else. And I, I know you think he married Yoko and that screwed him up. I understand that. I just I'm think not... sometimes, uh, you know, we've seen it before. It's happened in pop culture and sports. But, I, I mean, I'm being tongue-in-cheek. It is interesting, though, and you and I have talked about it. Squidbilly and I have argued about it. I always thought that Pete Carroll was the problem, and apparently not the case. That yep. Russell was what the was your that, issue with Pete Carroll? Always, no, I just thought kind of cool. No, what I no, I, I nothing against him. He certainly carved out his niche in college and pro. I mean, his record speaks for itself. Just the way he would always be poking the bear with Russell, and it was always be like a media back and forth. And I always thought, why would you be throwing your quarterback under the bus? Why would you be taking just now? You realize now you realize that the, there's an ego there, and there maybe or, or maybe it's not even ego. There's an aloofness there, for lack of a better word. Uh, Joey Bosa nearing a return to game action. He's um. He said he's done some uh, 15 reps. Felt good, all of them. He's returned to practice on Thursday. Injured reserve. I mean, he's been hurt basically all year, hasn't he? How yeah. long has he been hurt? I mean, it's, it's, he's missed at least five weeks, at least right? At least five weeks. And then yeah. uh, Joe Burrow talked about the Bengals game. Big matchup coming up on Monday night in Cincinnati, by the way. Not in Buffalo. Not in Buffalo. Saying the Bills are not a measuring stick. No, no, they are. I need you to play ball out. I'm in the Super Bowl in my fantasy league. Why would he I, say such a thing? I need Joe Burrow to go out there and do some serious stuff. Well, they still got a chance to get the home field if the Chiefs by a chance would lose or Buffalo would lose another. Mike, our biggest competition was with ourselves. That's what he's saying. Ourselves. Good answer. I, I have to compete against myself. I need three touchdowns, about 300 yards. I don't care what that 
weather is to go out there, buddy boy. Hey, we spoke with Arthur Smith on Wednesday. Some folks, you may have missed it. Conversations, and Robbie really warmed the cockles of Arthur's heart. I really did. You'll hear it coming up next. In his warm cockles. Dukes and Bell is the best. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Rob Tiller for Carl Duke, Sports Radio 929 The Game. Arthur Smith, the Falcons head coach, joined us the other day. And it was so riveting. We have to play it again. You will laugh. You will cry. It's better than cats. Arthur, the <laughs> difference week one, week two of your quarterback, Desmond Ritter. What say you? Yeah, I thought um, he took a, a big jump from, from game one. I mean, we, we put him in, you know, by circumstance and, you know, where he's at. And, and we feel really good about him. He's at two really – great test for for any quarterback and certainly a rookie to go down to New Orleans and then go to Baltimore, you know, on the road against two really good defenses. And I thought he made a, a big leap from his first start to the second one. Um, he certainly saw us drop back more. And I don't think people realize, especially going in the fourth quarter, how bad that win was. And I thought he made some really good throws going into there. The one he had on the sideline, the bird, uh, on that bench route. And then the one, the big one he had to Drake, um, I thought he showed a lot of improvement, and obviously we need to – the next couple of weeks will be big for him, and we're excited about him. Coach, I want to ask you how you're doing personally. You're almost uh, completely done with uh, year two. You've, you've come into a situation where there's been some financial constraints where you can only do with what you have. What is your level of optimism, your energy level, and uh, enthusiasm for everything? Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, you get into these things and – it's competitive as it's been for us. Uh, you know, we don't make any excuses. And you know, we, we've got a lot of good young players uh, that work the right way and that are gaining some valuable experience. And, and we're all competitive. I mean, that's ultimately your goal is to win. But uh, the optimism is the progress. And we've got a lot of things going on the right way. It'll certainly change this offseason um, and a lot of constraints. Uh, you know, we want to finish this, this season out the right way. But we, we're building this thing with, with, the, with a great foundation, and that's what it really excites me. And so my energy, um, you know, it's the same every day. I mean, I, I, I wake up every morning, and I have great perspective how fortunate I am. I get to coach football for a living and do it with a bunch of great guys that, that, that want to win and want to work the right way. So I'm very fortunate. It is the head coach of the Falcons, guys. Arthur Smith with us here on the WadeFord.com hotline as we get ready for the Cardinals. One last nugget, though, from the Baltimore game. I, I know we don't want to talk about drops, but it, I thought it was great to see the way Drake London responded. First thing first, rip those sleeves off. And then, really, he's <laughs> yeah. been balling out. And it seems like there's a chemistry between Ritter and Drake London. There is. That's real. And then the thing about Drake is mentality. I mean, obviously, nobody feels worse. I mean, we continue to work ball, ball security, you know, different so sometimes you got to realize that I mean, he's a long-levered guy. I mean, it's good. I mean, he's smart. He ripped the sleeves off. I mean, those are things that may not affect you, but, you know, it, it, certain guys it does, and that's been proven. Uh, you know, I joked with him that, that I could see why he was wearing sleeves, and maybe this offseason to get his biceps a little bigger, but that's you know, here nor there. But uh, <laughs> he's made some big-time catches. I, you know, another reason you're asking me, Rob, about the optimism, it's guys like Drake. And the competitiveness and the, and the catches he makes, and that's what this league is. Can you win one on one? And if you win outside, uh, you, you got a chance to be a good player. I've seen some uh, significant growth from your rookies. How gratifying is that to see that, and the fact you have a role in it, and the fact they're buying into what you're uh, trying to impart on them? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's really 
and then go back to the line. You know, a lot of those guys, Dahlman in year two, the leap that Chris Lundstrom has made in year four, Caleb McGarry, Jake's a Sequoia professional. You know, we've had a couple different guys play left guard. Those guys are playing a lot of confidence. Uh, Tyler Algier is a guy that, you know, we were out to mystic about, and really he's gotten going. And uh, and as the game goes on, I mean, he, he's talking about a fun guy to coach, smart football player, and usually the first guy doesn't bring him down. And Troy Anderson's another guy. The more he plays, the better he gets. Uh, another big, strong guy. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about a lot of these guys. I mean, I've said it before, Algier, he's doing a hell of a job. I mean, he's just the ferocity with which he runs. And thousand-yard runners on, on this team, we have a chance to get there. They, they don't grow on trees. It is Coach Arthur Smith with us here, guys, talking about the Falcons. Uh, one of the guys, I know we started this, the preseason wondering where our Caleb McGarry's effort was going to be. How satisfied are you with him? Because there'll be a crossroads with Terry Fontenot about him, his future. Yeah, I think, you know, that's, some people don't handle that the right way. And, you know, when you get in there and you've got two guys in the same class and you pick up an option and you don't, and then a lot of ours, you know, there's a lot of things that went into that decision. And a lot of, some of it was, you know, the financial uh, constraints we had. So I, for God put in that situation, he's handled it really, really well. And Caleb's come a long way. You know, he was the guy when we got here. He never really had a full off season. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I thought he worked extremely hard. Another guy, you talk about buy-in. Uh, we'll see where it goes, but uh, we've been very happy with Caleb. Certainly, it, it definitely helps when you've got room to to actually bring you know your own guys back that you that you want. So, which we haven't had. There's a lot of things that go on in the off season. Uh, you know, that's what Terry and those guys get paid to do, and, and I'm sure it'll work out the way that uh, it's supposed to for everybody. It's Coach Arthur Smith joining us on Sports Radio 929 The Game, and uh, Coach. Um... A lot of people are saying, well, how can you possibly get an adequate sample size on Desmond Ritter? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For just uh, four games, which which is going to be the total when the season's over with. Yeah, well, there are a lot of, a lot of things. There's a lot of things that goes, goes into playing quarterback uh, behind the scenes after, you know, a year. There's nothing that takes a place. I get that, art, you know, that 
that argument. These are great subjective arguments. You know, how convicted are you? Well, I feel a lot better, you know, after two starts. We'll see, you know, in a couple of weeks, you got a pretty clear idea. I mean, there's been history will tell you there's certain places that have gone. Uh, and I hate bringing examples because I'm not comparing them to others, but like you've seen other organizations where they even played the, played a young guy the whole first year and then they got conviction and then he's the guy in year two and it's worked out pretty well for him. So this experience for Des uh, tells you a lot. And so we'll just see how it goes in the next two weeks. Right. This is the part of the interview where we tell Coach how we like to do the game plan for the Arizona game. Coach, uh, we, we look at some of the well, you know, matchups. What do you got for us? All right. I'll, let's, I'll give you, as you like to, what do you call it, the fantasy boy, uh, what's this, <laughs> analytic boy, whatever. The, uh, the, the Cardinals defense, pass defense, a bit, you could argue, not you, we all argue, is suspect. Is this the game where you let Ritter air it out? How's that sound? It sounds like a good plan. Um, you know, certainly, I think you you saw even against a you know really good Ravens team on the road in those conditions. I mean, like I said, if you you know as much as you watch us pretty closely, felt way more comfortable in the drop back game. And, and and if we get that going and we marry with the run game, I mean that's where you you're really rolling as an offense. Not only all the right. stuff you can do first, second down, seeing a move on the run, Brent making throws uh, out of the pocket, with some of those are by design. You can extend plays. Traditional drop back is ultimately that's what you're going to have to do. Is you got to win in critical downs, third down, two minutes, and uh, and we you saw us do more of that in Baltimore. So, right. you know, I think it was Zeno asked me last week. You know, can you do both? And I, I think I said that when he was talking about some of the things you need to see. And going into Arizona, we want to take another step, and it'll be a big, it'll be a good mix. But uh, you'll certainly see him throw it enough. I don't right. know if it'll be enough for you, but uh, you'll see him throw. <laughs> Well, I, and I know we can't cry over spilt milk, but it just as a fan, you'd love to have seen him out there with Pitts and London, and that would have really right. been something. And with all the for you to use as an OC, all the weapons. Yeah, I know, and it's it just in the way it went. Uh, but look, the thing that you know about optimism. You asked me earlier, Rob. I mean, I mean, look, look, what Kyle did in year one. It'd be one thing if he hadn't had a thousand yards, didn't make the Pro Bowl. He did. This year, there was a lot of different obstacles. You know, and I'm, just, I'm like, I'm making excuses here, but we're so optimistic about Kyle, the steps he made, really the impact I kept saying he had on winning, and, and you can make an argument how much we miss him, even the plays without the ball and the effect he has on other teams. And, and he'll get back going, improvement he made this year as a complete player, and, and trust me, that'll be our charge. When you got Kyle, you got Drake, other guys will develop, we'll add more pieces. It's exciting. So, um yeah, obviously you'd love to have them all right now. That, that's a, kind of a no-brainer. Why is it so difficult for teams to find their quarterback? I mean, there's all these clinics now. They're being coached up, these elite camps, this, that, and the other, and it seems like it's still such a difficult thing, maybe even more difficult before all these elite camps came into being. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the hardest thing to you know find in probably all professional sports is why those guys make – the money that the great ones make the money they do uh, you know people yeah. sometimes look at those contracts and they're like oh, you know how could you play one person but in pro football the value of those guys i mean you know you look around and you guys watch a lot of a lot of nfl and so you see it um the game's not played you know on 707 and i think the one of the things we really look at it, the difference in college football and the nfl is how quickly these pockets collapse and sometimes it's it, you know, and it's not a knock on college or certainly in high school or in these clinics, whatever. But there are very few people that can make those decisions at that speed. The 300-pound guy 
coming full throttle and you got about two seconds in the pocket or and really a lot of stuff that happens pre-snap. And the consequences, if you hold that football, you're wrong. Um, so there's a lot of things that don't really translate from college to the NFL. There's some things and it's, it's hard to figure out. And the other part too, I've seen some good quarterbacks. You get into dysfunctional environments, you yeah. change coordinators five times, you know, right. come and go, you know, the scouting changes because you get different philosophies. There's no stability from the top down. It, it can be a disaster. It can break some guys. And uh, before we let you go, I've got to talk about the defense. I think Coach Pease has done a really good job. I mean, we, we look back and you see how many games where you limited the opponent to 21 points or less and the bend don't break. It just seems lately the run – you've gone against some good running teams and the run defense has struggled at times. But how, how would you evaluate the, your rookies this year? I know that's your focus on the offensive side, but what do you think of your rookies? Like uh, Anderson seems to pop, and at times the edge rush has been a bit inconsistent, but sometimes some of those guys pop as well. Yeah, so – those guys, yeah, absolutely. With, with AK, you know, obviously we we need to get more sacks and, and really quarterback pressures. I mean, that's the thing. And if you can get there, and all of a sudden you got a four man, you can roll a bunch of guys in there. And now you're now you're cooking. So, but AK he continues to, to improve. You know, he was dealing with a, with an arm injury that slowed him down for a few games. Uh, you know, they keep getting back kind of where he was about a month and a half ago. Uh, he flashed a few times against Baltimore. D'Angelo is another guy that. Had a big impact on special teams, playing more on defense that we're excited about. And then Troy's another guy. I mean, everywhere more Troy plays, uh, but, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer, the better, better he's gotten. So those three, you know, I think very optimistic about them. Uh, I thought Richie, you know, the plan last year as he, as he sat and then he played a, a role inside and then now he's developed into the, the safety that we thought he was when we drafted him. Um, that, that's very encouraging as well. Well, Coach, we always appreciate your time very much, and there's a big part of this fan base that's extremely optimistic when the financial realities uh, right. go away and uh, the checkbook can open next year and you guys can use your acumen in evaluating talent. And Thank you very much, and good luck on Sunday. Well, I appreciate it. Great talking to you guys. Thanks, Coach. Give you a, a nine point five on that. It was very Barbara Walters. You loosened him up. You uh, you were endearing yourself to only the coach. a nine five. I didn't stick the landing though. Where's it's just a little a little sh- shimmy I mean, with a step there. It's all right, man. Yeah, I just, the, the quarterback camp thing. I don't know. I mean, like the Manning camps. Well, I'm saying the, the, the we can't seem to find a lot of great quarterbacks, and it's the most overcoached position yeah. anywhere over the past twenty years. What the hell's wrong with that question? It's a great question. We'll ask Squid Billy about that. Squid Billy's coming up next with Yeah Man, No Man on a Friday, brother. Good Lord. <laughs> Hello. It's Dukes and Bell. Get your mind tuned in. Let's go be world champions. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Rob Triller for Carl Duke, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, alongside Mike Bell. That was a great question about quarterbacks. No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed hearing it a second time. <laughs> and now it's time for Squid Billy, everybody. Yes, because we have Bailey, Bailey Zappi. We have Trace McSorley, Jared no, Stenham. I, yeah. mean, I just think in college, you've got quarterback. Like, a guy like Jared Goff didn't know how to break a huddle when he first came to the Rams. Yeah. because you know. And again, when you look over the sideline, it's not like the old days when guys would call plays. Now it's like, uh, uh, Beyonce, Saints logo, Batman. <laughs> You know, and that'd be the call from the sideline. On that note, let's call an audible for Squid Bizzle.
It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like they should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida. Kennesaw State. And gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. All right, Squid, what you got? Friday edition. Bring the heat, meat. Well, first off, I actually don't disagree with Rob on this one, which is rare. I mean, if Robbie would have asked it, I probably would have not liked it. But I will say this. It is a good point because I think it just shows that how meaningless some of those camps can actually be. It's great you get out there and you just sling it around, but it really doesn't help you progress as a quarterback, learn some of the things that you need to know in order to be successful. Like, for instance, and I know he's limited with some of the weapons he has, but look at Look at uh, Justin Fields. Right. He made his – he got his fifth star as a, he became a five-star at those same camps in his junior year. And, yeah, he slung it well at Ohio State, but what has it done in the passing game in the NFL? It's done nothing for him. He's well, a running back essentially yeah, right but now. I mean, but he shows you sparks. I mean, that's frustrating early in his career. He can actually go down the st- – I mean, you've seen him whoosh, yep. and actually thread the needle. Yeah, I've also – I've also seen him hit the back <laughs> of his. Um, all of a sudden, we had like, uh, oh, we, we had Brian Snitker like uh, snortles, snortles and shortles. And all somehow, I hit my uh, my. Well, I'm used to. It. I've also go, seen. And now we know we're going with Molly Hatchet. Apparently, no, we're going to change it up now. <laughs> I also, I've also seen Justin Dirty Fields hit his hit his offensive lineman in the back of the head in a clean pocket. Yeah, so, I mean, but I mean, look, you. You, you, mister, I'm not sure why you, you don't think that Fields is going to be the man. It may, may take a minute or two. I know that Fran Tarkenton years ago, famously, the first season Mike Vick got a chance to start. We had Fran, uh, Fran on our show years ago, and he goes, you can't coach accuracy. Either you're accurate or you're not. But Fields has been accurate. Go back and watch that Clemson semifinal game. He's shredding needles. He's dropping the ball right. He's dropping dimes. He's just been super inconsistent so far. Maybe that's part of Nagy, and he's had multiple coaches. You always like to use that as a fallback. Well, yeah, you know what? This is his second coach. He had a half a year with Nagy. Um, this is supposed to be a year of growth because look, it's easy to it's easier to make those throws. Not easy, but it's easier to make those throws in college when you have elite receivers and elite talent. Can you go do it with lesser guys? Can you go do it? Can you make those right. anticipation throws? Can you make every throw? He's not again, the play I always come back to he's at a clean pocket. All he's got to do is dump it to his running back and he hits an offensive lineman. It's I'm one play. But you've got to advance, and and I heard it when Matt was here, and I've heard it with other quarterbacks. You got to make the guys better around you. Hell, Desmond Ritter's throwing to Drake London and a bunch of guys, and guys are killing him, saying, "Well, it doesn't doesn't pop to me." Well, what the hell does that mean? Josh Allen, Josh Allen looked like a lost puppy. We debated that pick in the first place. His first year, Josh Allen did not look like he belonged. Then he took right. this galactic leap between year two and three. Maybe Fields will take a galactic leap between two and three. So quick to judge. Yeah, no, no you, you can only hope, but I've heard... No, Zach Wilson is a bum. Zach Wilson fail. I mean, but I think Justin well, Fields has shown you enough where there's enough where you feel this guy, the glass is half full, and he's going to get it figured out. No, I, I haven't seen that yet. Zach Wilson is a bum. I will give you that. Zach Wilson is doing things. He's, ta- he's re- taking a team and regressing them when a guy named Mike White mm-hmm. is winning games and throwing for 300 yards. So right. it's easier to give Fields a little bit more of a pass with that because you're not seeing anybody step in. But... Zach, Justin Fields is showing me nothing in the passing, and it shows me he's going to be the next guy. Throwing for 120 yards a game, that's Marcus Mariota, right. okay? So if you're going to kill Marcus, whatever year he's in, you got to you got to, you got to to judge fairly. Running for 1,000 yards and throwing right. for 
2022 is not going to do it. Less than 20 starts in his career. You're already throwing fields out the water. Let's please move on. You're cutting into your own segment. I, you've, you've no, I like this. This, this is fun to me. You've manipulated this, this conversation with your absolute hatred of Justin Fields. Yes, that's it. I hate Justin Fields. Let me tell you. Why do you hate Justin Fields? I don't. I don't. Unlike unlike some people on this show, I don't bring uh, agendas against guys like you know Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr. Personal, you call here's, animus. Here's what kills me. Here's what kills me. Hey, time out. F- full disclosure. Do you know how much money I've lost on the freaking Raiders in the last three seasons? Well, that's because you bet on the Raiders. That's a you problem. It's Why personal. would you bet it's on the Warriors? It's not just business. It's personal. It's a bottom ten franchise in the NFL. So, Why would you bet on them? It just seems to be whenever because again, like, that sounds like you have an issue. I do parlays, and the weakest link five out of six times has been the freaking Raiders. But anyway, now we're cutting into Squid Billy's time again. I did it this time. Back to you. I, I'm kind of enjoying this. Um, look. If I can't talk about guys openly, yes. then I'll just turn my own mic off. If every time I say something negative about a guy, I'm a hater, or if I'm positive, I'm a, I'm a fanboy, <laughs> then somebody's got their agendas and their facts wrong. Speaking of guys with agendas and getting their facts wrong part of the time, Dan Orlowski, he mm. talks a lot, and he made a comparison that while I really, really, really like this quarterback – I don't know if I like him this much. So let's hear Dan Orlowski talk about who he thinks reminds him of Aaron Rodgers. Younger I'm such a fan of Bryce Young's, probably the favorite guy of mine to watch in college football this season. He actually, for me, is the closest guy that we have since Aaron Rodgers came out of the draft when it comes to just the natural talent. Bryce Younger playing. I mean, he, he didn't say he will be Aaron Rodgers. He didn't say he is reminiscent of, reminds him of. See, people, it's like you can't compare people. Well, his game looks like him. They have the same movements and the same things like that. And people are like, oh, you're, you're, you're saying he's Aaron Rodgers? No, that's not what's going on. You had a great one, by the way, before the show. We were talking about TCU. We were talking with Mike Conte, our boss, about TCU and Michigan, and you compared uh, Max Duggan to Jake Plummer. Yeah, that's that's what a squid did. Yeah, that was, was that's, that, that was spot on. Would squid do that? Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I'm giving, I'm taking credit away. But I'm just in love with Max Duggan. You know, is, that's who I am. I'm just in love with him. I'm a fanboy. This is gonna get. He's gonna get angry with me again. I, that was a great analysis on the Jake Plummer. And again, Max Duggan. Maybe he'll be the next Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, that's right. He went to TCU too. <laughs> Oh, Derek Carr is Andy Dalton. Well, maybe it all could, comes together. Well, I horn his fickle. He could be in a triad with uh, Max Duggan and uh, Derek Carr. Then right. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second, Rob. A Menasha Duggan. Yeah. <laughs> now, Rob, yes. how are you going to make your little your little statement that you just made about you can you guys and comparing them, and then allow Mike to say what he just said? Why, why are all why are all white quarterbacks Andy Dalton? I mean, what the hell does that mean? No, mediocre white quarterbacks are quarterback Andy Dalton. <laughs> so Derek Carr is a be- is a slightly better Andy Dalton. And that's, Do you think? And all right, let me ask you this: This is where Derek Carr's career will now go. He will now bounce from post to post, and he will wear three or four baseball hats, and that will be the best. It will Andy be. Dalton played under the Marvin Lewis right. Bengals, right? Yep. Which yep. was the best era of Bengal football in the past forty years. And they never won a playoff game. Never won yeah, a playoff game. was that Marvin Lewis's fault? Who who coached seven of them and lost all of them, or was it? How is Andy Dalton and Derek Carr the same player? Because they're not. They're not at all. I mean, they both had reasonable success. They're white quarterbacks. That's it. They're white quarterbacks that played in the AFC. That's the only thing that they have in common. Derek Carr is a guy, I just think he's he's meh. I mean, he's just a lot of meh to me because I watch a lot of Raiders because they usually come down to that last game in the West Coast swing that I need at night. And it's usually when things come off the rails because Derek Carr throws at a guy wearing the other jersey. All right. 
this is the last yeah man no man of 2022 so me and mike had to have a back and forth but we have to do our dukes and bell tailgate at home that's obviously brought to you by the w sauce and the buckhead butcher shop so i'll start robbie is probably got a crock pot for his recipe so we'll get to him last uh i i'm actually gonna uh hold off the whole weekend but monday it's gonna be a long day me and one of the neighbors we're gonna get together we're gonna do some wings on the grill uh, he'll probably use his egg. I'm going to use the Weber. I use the little Vortex. It really dries nice. them and fry, almost gives a fried-like mentality for the wings. Mm. And we're going to get ready for uh, the uh, the Bengals who, and uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, two quarterbacks who aren't Andy Dalton or Derek Carr. <laughs> so, Mike, what have you got tailgating for the weekend? Yeah, again, uh, we're going to go do some steaks because we got the, the double dip. I got the Georgia game. I got the Falcons game this weekend. So two trips within like literally 12 hours at Mercedes-Benz. But uh, we're doing steaks tonight, and we're doing a ribeye, bone-in ribeye from our buddies at the Cleveland Cork down in uh, Sharpsburg, Georgia. The wife, as we speak, is picking up her big filet. And they do like the cool thing about that steak. And these guys are tied in, by the way, with our buddies over there at Buckhead Butcher Shop because they do these contests amongst all the chefs who couldn't come up with the best sides. So they do things like mac and cheese and potatoes on gratin and all sorts of tasty, like... Uh, Get that good crust on the mac and cheese. Poblano corn, thing like that. So all those sides tonight, brother, with some steaks. And we're going to do no more reverse sear. It's wintertime. You ain't got time to be outside. Hot heat. Just get up to about 600 degrees, 700, as, as, as well, high as the Weber will go and sear those bad boys. Provided Becky actually takes them out in time. Yes, I've instructed the wife. They do not go in the refrigerator. This was a major issue the last time my in-laws were in town. Steaks were ruined. She did not take them out within 20 minutes of serving, which is a problem. You don't get even, you know the story, the heat doesn't squibbly explain. I'm not pen-pecking the wife. Well, you wanted to get the room temperature, right? just the way that it absorbs the heat. Cook, they don't cook either. Yeah. It's, it's, look, you're talking about bring the meat to room temperature? You've yeah, got to yeah. have that meat yeah. out. You've you got to leave your meat out, Rob, before you stick it in. <laughs> the oven. What? Rob, what are you cooking this weekend? <laughs> Rescue Nothing. us. But, <laughs> what I like to do, I like to uh, create a... Hash browns, put them on the bottom of the salmon, cook them on there, and you get that wonderful crust. Nice. There you go. Look at you. I can I can sling some hash a little bit. Old gourmet. I'm not, I'm not con to your perhaps. Did you just say you could sling some hash? Sling some hash, brother. That's right. Oh, my God. You know what? This segment is a disaster. <laughs> What's well, wrong with that? relative. Why are you <laughs> Well, it's your segment. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't blame myself. Got, got I blame you too. <laughs> All right, as always, yeah, man, no man. It's brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, and the Fire Shower. Bigger, better, bolder, and now spicier. That's that's Robbie Tribble's favorite. Get over to WSauce.com, find a retailer near you. Again, uh, tailgate at home, Buckhead Butcher Shop. And as always, uh, our friends at the Georgia Hemp Company, get over to the website, use the code SQUIDBILLY10, get 10% off your CBD needs. Hmm. Not you, Robbie. All right, for the last time in 2022, Squid, hit the assistant brand manager's music. There you go. Nice job. By the way, uh, little Rob Zombie is our last to bring you those who keep score at home for what we use as musical vignettes. He does the most twisted, hilariously dark horror movies. This is a great cover, by the way, of Grand yeah, Funk Railroad. It is. It's a great cover. Hey, uh, Judy on Twitter says, uh, we talked earlier about mayonnaise. We talked about the mayo bowl with Dukes. Yep. French fries dipped in mayo. She goes, they're great. She says, can't understand why people don't dig it. Says, if you eat potato salad, it's got mayonnaise in it. Same concept. Especially the mayonnaise has been left out for three hours in a hot sun. It's delicious. I'm not talking about it. It's a company picnic. I'm talking about it. Comfort of your own home. Hey, man, we'll talk about the dogs. Rob is going to give you the secret sauce on how the Ohio State Buckeyes, the hairless nuts, can come in here and deliver an L to the dogs. Say it ain't so. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 